Hello and welcome to Oman Observer Podcast. Today we are at a very unique place and that is Sultan Qaboos Comprehensive Cancer Center. Joining us today is Dr. Zahid Al-Mandari, Senior Consultant, Radiation Oncologist at Sultan Qaboos Comprehensive Cancer Center, which began, well, this first step was a foundation, was laid in 2017. And in 2021, the services began with the first uh, patient and was in your department. Yes. Welcome to our program. Yes, thank you very much for, for uh, the meeting. So we, the Stuan Qaboos Comprehensive Cancer Center uh, started by uh, orders from His Majesty in 2015. Stuan Qaboos, uh, may uh, God have mercy on his uh, soul. It was, um, it was uh, a time when um, uh, he wanted a center that uh, we could have all the services of cancer under one umbrella and it would become uh, a leading center not just in Oman and in the region. So work started very early on to uh, to build this center and with with uh, collaboration with international uh, uh, players like uh, uh, Deloitte and uh, JCI where we we worked on not just the building uh, we had an uh, international uh, organization that designed the building for us, that uh, has built various other hospitals before. Uh, but we also wanted to make sure that we are providing care at the highest level. So we had JCI look at our construction and, uh, and that it meets international safety standards and patient mm -hmm. safety standards. And uh, we had also Deloitte uh, look at uh, what we are doing in terms of uh, the services we're going to provide to create a very unique organization structure that uh, that is more very agile um, and uh, is very horizontal rather than vertical. Uh, and so we came up with a different way of actually providing service, which is more of the program-based uh, approach. Mm -hmm. This gives us uh, a very patient-centered uh, uh, form of care where uh, all the services, rather than you have a department of surgery, department of radiation oncology, department of, in, of medical oncology, etc., all of us are actually mixed in into one program. Mm -hmm. We have a program of gastroenterology, genitourinary, gynecological malignancies. We have breast cancer. We have head and neck thorax uh, program. And we have rare malignancies program. Each program has all of these physicians working together we have the clinic on the same day, etc. Mm. We meet together to meet. So to, the patient to doesn't have to keep coming back. Yes, exactly. Okay. So when a patient comes to the clinic, they see all of us. If they need to see a surgeon, the surgeon's there. Mm. If they need to see a radiation oncologist, the radiation oncologist is there. But it's not just that. We also have nutrition services supporting us. We have complementary care supporting us. If a patient has, for example, pain, there is a palliative team who comes and supports us to, during the visit. So the patient literally doesn't go anywhere. He's in the room when he arrives in the clinic, and the room is actually belongs to the patient um, while they're there. And the various physicians, nurses, supportive services see the patient while they're in the room, and, and they get a complete comprehensive treatment or, or visit in one session. So that's, that's uh, sort of the way we, 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 we approach. So this was, uh, we also looked at the manpower, obviously, for us to provide service like this, what type of manpower we require. So all of this was done through uh, uh, the companies like Deloitte who looked at 
various examples throughout the world how uh, other centers are doing this and uh, and uh, helped us to gauge this obviously it was a very challenging time with covid etc and um, and uh, the construction had its own challenges but we also had challenges with regards to the recruitment as you know cancer is a very specialized field and for us to get uh, uh, the manpower that we needed in a very short period of time to open the hospital we needed to work outside of what is the norms for mm -hmm. oman recruitment we usually used to put announcements in countries etc so we opened linkedin as a normal as other uh, agencies with the help of uh, companies like Omantel and other companies, they, they, they opened for us the, the horizon onto how the recruitment could happen internationally. And we used experiences from local uh, um, or international companies based in Oman. And we used that platform to announce for jobs, etc. And uh, we were very successful in selecting very highly specialized individuals from uh, throughout uh, the world and we have people f for example from canada fr from south america from brazil from france from mm. from uh, from india from egypt from south africa so basically we have multinational multinational <laughs> exactly and that, that's a very important aspect of the center because that gives you the that multicultural multinational approach brings in all of these different um, uh, ideas, different thoughts mm. into that uh, port that helps. And it's very uh, universal. Exactly. And, and it, it sort of brings up a different flavor in the, in the, in the hospital. Mm. Um, and the, everybody has, comes with their ideas of best practice. Mm. And uh, the, the, the hospital and administration under Professor Mansour has always encouraged people to come up and, and, and bring up these ideas and and uh, we don't have a problem trying new ideas and uh, and you'll see that in various places when you visit the center where people have said okay when in this particular country we were doing this mm. why don't we try this and we do when we do try those ideas and we we adjust and we we evolve and we develop um, and, and that's sort of a a, a a recurring theme throughout the, the various departments um, so we started off with radiotherapy, but then we started outpatient services initially. Mm -hmm. Then we opened the inpatient services. Then we opened the surgical services. And um, as we are opening these services, we are also starting newer and new procedures in the in the opened services already. Okay. So the surgical services, for example, we 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 have done surgeries that have not been done before in Oman. Um, and uh, there are new techniques. We have very good surgeons here who are well trained uh, uh, in various fields. And uh, the same for radiology, we're doing uh, various procedures, intervention procedures. Endoscopy suite is very, very busy where we do a lot of endoscopies, not just for the patients but also for family members of patients who are at high risk of developing really? colon cancer. So that's, that's a new step? Yes, yes. We have genetic services, so we also provide that service for patients who have uh, are high risk of uh, developing cancer. The family members, we see them. We, we have genetic counselors. Uh, we also have um, the research services are very powerful. We have a laboratory, but we have a research laboratory that does... Uh, very advanced tests uh, from uh, we can do full genome sequencing for example we can do uh, the, the genomics proteomics uh, 
etc. So it's really a very, very advanced laboratory. Mm-hmm. And we have a dedicated clinical research unit also. Uh, so we can do phase one and phase two trials in that unit. So uh, it's very well equipped uh, hospital. And the idea is that we shouldn't have a patient who has cancer and requires a particular service that we cannot provide in the center. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that includes occupational therapy, physiotherapy. So all of these services are, 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 are provided in under one umbrella. Because I guess the objective is to get the person back into the society exactly. as quickly as possible. Absolutely, that's correct. And, uh, so is it like a, when a person comes, all of this is already included in the treatment plan? Yes. So when a, when a new patient comes, what happens is we initially discuss all the findings that we have about the patient in a multidisciplinary team meeting mm-hmm. where we have the radiologists, pathologists, all of them are sitting in, in the same room and we go and we look at the files, we look at the investigations, we look at lab- labs and we set up a plan for the patient. And the plan will include even things like dietary support, etc. Mm-hmm. So we have a full plan uh, for the patient before the patient even first comes to the clinic. Okay. When the patient arrives to the clinic, then we know, okay, so you will go and see the patient first. For example, if a surgery is going to be done first, the surgeon will see the patient and discuss, etc. Okay. And look at the plan. Once he's outlined the plan, the next step will be, for example, chemotherapy. The doctor will talk, come in and introduce themselves. So then once you're done with this, we're mm-hmm. going to be going through this next phase, I'll give you a brief, but we're going to see you again to discuss in details and, and so on and so forth. But the whole plan is outlined and the patient, when they leave the hospital, they know what uh, the next steps are. If they need extra tests, extra investigations, all of those are also also uh, planned and, and uh, uh, beforehand, even before the patient. Uh, so it's a multidisciplinary meeting that the patient is not there at uh, the at the get-go but then it's a multidisciplinary outpatient visit so when the patient comes they are seen by multidisciplinary team also and then uh, basically we assign caregivers so in the in the health information system you'll find their caregivers for various uh, aspects of care if it's a radiation oncologist you'll find the name there or medical oncologist surgical oncologists are all highlighted so the patient knows who are going to be the doctors mm-hmm. who will be in charge of his care. And uh, we also highlight a very important aspect about education. So mm-hmm. education is very important. We have, uh, we have uh, uh, partnered with Elsevier, which provides uh, educational material for our patients. Um, so that's integrated in the health information system. So once you put a diagnosis, mm-hmm. already you get a suggestion of Inform, health information that the patient can benefit from and uh, and we, we use that platform again in the outpatient and in every opportunity to educate the patient and empower them. So we feel that the patient is not just, uh, they are a, a partner in, 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 uh, in care, so we are, uh, they play an important role in their own uh, care. And, and the uh, communication is very important. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, we are at Sultan Qaboos Comprehensive Cancer, Cent- Cancer and Research Center. Cancer yes. Center and Research Center. Yes. And you're talking to us about the different research. Now, do you think if anybody is listening to us now, if they feel they have family members who've had cancer, cancer should they be proactive and come and do a study with you in case they have? Or are we setting a trend? <laughs> So um, 
when I when I was talking about screening, mm. we, what we are doing, for example, in the endoscopy suite, we are screening patients who have a high risk, high propensity. So there are certain patients who have a genetic mutation mm-hmm. um, that we find during our uh, evaluation. So their family members are also oh. at risk of developing colon cancer. Those patients and their family members, we do the colonoscopy, we do their screening, and we do their follow-up. Because as we know, when you, de- when you, when you detect and uh, identify these cancers early, even before they become mm-hmm. cancers, when they're polyps, etc., mm-hmm. you can prevent them from happening. So mm-hmm. that these particular families and, and groups, we, we, are very, we take very good care of them because um, uh, we have a unique opportunity of preventing cancer completely. Right. Uh, but um, uh, we also have a one-stop shop clinic, for example, for breast cancer when patients who have a suspicious lump, etc. Mm-hmm. They come here. We get, they get a mammogram, they get first a history and examination, they get a mammogram, they can get a, a, a biopsy done, they can get the pathology, initial pathology report, and they leave knowing whether yes mm-hmm. or no mm-hmm. in one single uh, day. Really? It's yes. that fast, it's the results? That, exactly. Okay. So it's a one-stop shop uh, cl- uh, clinic for, for breast cancer. And we coordinate this with the, with the health centers uh, in, in the right. vicinity. But also we have for gynecological uh, malignancies mm-hmm. also, they do have the similar approach for uh, patients who have suspicious lesions in their cervix, etc. We, we, we do have, uh, uh, or in the uh, spotting, bleeding, etc. Mm-hmm. So they have a criteria that they have highlighted and easy when patients meet any of these criteria, we are happy to see them, evaluate them and reach either a diagnosis, whether it is cancer or not a cancer, we can help in, in doing that. Okay. Uh, what should public know um, in terms of getting to know? Now, you told us about the facilities. Do you think it's still in the mainstream in the sense to has has a public already got to know about it and how easy is it for them to access? So uh, we have a referral portal that, uh, that we have uh, distributed to all the government as well as mm-hmm. private hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the portal is, uh, all they need to do is they go through this uh, portal and, and a referral is, is generated and it's seen by our team and we, we give oh. them an appointment immediately. There is also one catch though. You know that uh, cancer, as a, when we're talking about a comprehensive approach to cancer like this, we have to look at also what the patient has been treated before. Mm-hmm. And um, some patients already are receiving a very good treatment and mm-hmm. care at other hospitals. And uh, when we come to see them again here, it's, it's sort of we're starting again yes. from scratch. Yes. And sometimes that's sort of unfair for patients who are waiting to completely start a treatment. Yes while patients who are already on treatment. Mm. Uh, so we generally uh, try not to interfere with uh, patients who are already started getting started treatment. treatment and are on active treatment elsewhere. Uh, because for us, it takes, for example, two hours to ev- evaluate, assess, and see the patient in the clinic. If it's a new patient, mm. if it's a follow-up patient, we take maybe 15 minutes to half an hour. Uh, but if for them there are follow up there, but there will be a new patient to us here. We need to start like any other new patient from mm-hmm. scratch, and uh, we just feel it's unfair to block a two-hour block when mm-hmm. there are other patients who have not started their active treatment at all, 
uh, those patients need to be seen. Um, so we we generally don't uh, uh, we don't generally we don't accept patients who are already on treatment mm -hmm. elsewhere uh, for that reason. Uh, but also, if the if in that particular setting or hospital, they need specialized services we're more than happy to to accept the patients you know if they need for example cyber knife treatment mm -hmm. that's not available in another hospital we would right. do that okay. or a surgical procedure that's not done there and it's done here we're more than happy to accept them immediately for that procedure for that service well i want to say thank you so much for your time and wishing you and the team all the best Thank you, Dr. Zahid Al-Mantri, Senior Consultant, Radiation Oncologist, Sultan Qaboos Comprehensive Cancer Center and Research Center. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take the same text for the print, no? Yeah. Yeah. If you need the